0: Especially as men, at times we have a hard time expressing ourselves and saying, hey, you know, I do struggle with this or I'm stuck in this rut and I can't get out of it. So it's um, interesting to see is um, how many great men came out to just say, you know what, here are a few tips or here's a quote or here's a mantra that um, I apply in my life when I feel down.
1: Are you today. How you doing? I'm doing good. What about for you? How you been? Not too bad. Not too bad. I got um it's kind of funny actually. My girl got a, a new bed a mattress yesterday, but it's it's the wrong size for our frame. So she was like, "Oh, we got to go buy a new bed frame." Mm-hmm. And then I looked at the price of bed frames and I was like, "Man, I'm a carpenter. I think I can build one for us. Don't worry about this." So Yesterday was like the designing and like starting to cut some pieces. And then this morning I did a little bit. I had to run to the store and grab two more pieces of uh, two by four and some more angle brackets. But we're going to have the bed back together in no time. Nicely done. You know, how much are bed frames nowadays? It's been a while. Dude, they're stupid. I, I looked, there was like cheap ones on Amazon for like 200 but like I looked at like IKEA and they were like six fifty, seven hundred, thousand bucks, and I was like, "Yeah, no, this is not happening. On. Like, this is ridiculous." So
0: that that's not right.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm actually a carpenter, so I was like, really? "I'll just yeah, I can just get the lumber." I I spent like a hundred something bucks on lumber, and I was like, "I'll just put this thing together myself."
0: It's um, is that your trade? Like your tro- like that's what you do for your career. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I have a,
1: we have a little family business. Uh, it's like me my dad, my cousin, and then a couple other guys that work with us. And then, uh, we do home renovations and restoration work, but I'm a carpenter by trade. Yeah. That's an art (laughs) (laughs) can be sometimes a lot of the times it's like any other job. You're just trying to figure it out as you go.
0: Does it get easier over time?
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. It does. It it gets, uh, well, I would say dealing with it gets easier. Um, the first few years of working in construction, I literally like my girlfriend or my dad could attest to this. Um, I would like call them halfway through the day and be like, I don't think I'm cut out for this. I don't think I can do this. Like I would just run into problem after problem you know, cut something wrong or not be able to figure something out. And I was like, I just, I honestly feel like I'm not made for this. And then my dad was like, uh, dude, you're just like going through the process of learning. Like this is what it's like. You fail and then you learn from it and then you fail and then you learn from it. So now it's like, I deal with similar problems, but I'm like, Oh, this is just what happens. So we're just getting over it.
0: You know, it's, um, it's one of those things, right? It's like that journey in our lives. Like we oftentimes we just think, oh my God, failure is a catastrophe and it's not, (laughs) you know, it's, it's a, this is what we're supposed to do, learn. But I think the minute you stop learning and you think you've got it figured out is a beginning to the end. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's like, um, the more you learn, the more you learn that you have to learn. If that makes sense. It's kind of a weird way to say it, but like the 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 more things you start to learn and the more skills you acquire, the more the light is shined on how much you don't actually know. And you're like, oh, this is just the beginning.
0: It's so true. Uh, you know, looking back at my life, I, I thought I had figured out quite a bit of life or that's was what, what life was about. But I was so wrong, you know, like. You need it, needs to humble you a little bit to kind of realize, holy smokes, there's so much more. And, um, I can get overwhelming. I'm, mean, you know, to not know a lot, but, um, take it day by day, you know, be gentle with yourself and just start going. I really like what you have on your Instagram bio, um, for Rise and Fallen mm-hmm. is we all fall together, we rise. And uh, I can't agree more with that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That was like the, uh, the whole idea behind it there was there was two um two main things that i was like thinking about calling the podcast other than there was that and then one other thing and it ended up being kind of like a tagline i'm probably going to make it a shirt one day but it was like together alone risen fallen or together alone those were the two that i couldn't decide between but i ended up going with risen fallen just because it does uh it's 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 uh for me it just kind of unites people a little bit more it it just makes me think of like rising back up it just uh makes me feel a lot more it's more uplifting than thinking like together alone the idea behind together alone the reason I still cling to it and want to make a shirt out of that one day is because like everyone has this weird isolating idea of like Oh, I'm so alone. Like nobody thinks this way. Nobody feels this way. Nobody would understand what I'm going through right now. Like everyone thinks that their individual problem makes them separate. But that is the thing that
0: unites us because everyone feels that way. It's so true. But and you know, that's kind of where mental came around. So everyone's siloed. You know, it's um we're so connected today, yet we're disconnected. Mm-hmm. And I thought, if we can all come together and, um, in a gentle way, open up the conversation, I think that's a start. Because, sure, we all have baggage, we all have the downs, and, um, you know, I think, especially as men, at times we have a hard time expressing ourselves and saying, hey, you know, I do struggle with this, or I'm stuck in this rut and I can't get out of it. So it's um, interesting to see is um, how many great men came out to just say, you know what, here are a few tips or here's a quote or here's a mantra that um, I apply in my life when I feel down. And I thought that was, um, it was remarkable to see. And, you know, I encourage m- people not just to do it on social media, but in person, because that's the real thing. Like these one-on-one conversations, that's where it starts. mm mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So when, like, uh, if you don't mind me asking, like, when did you kind of get, like, what was the, you kind of gave the idea of like mentel, but what was like, how did that come to be? Was there like a gestation period? Like what happened? Like, cause I, it literally, it kind of just blew up out of nowhere in my perspective. Like I, I started seeing a couple of guys that I knew uh, start to be shared on it and start to share their story on it. And I was like, "What is this? What kind of what like what's going on here?" And just kind of walk me through the process of like what like what made you want to do this? How did you name it? What like how did you start connecting with people? I want to hear all about it, man.
0: Sure. So, you know, just like many of us, I've also struggled with mental health. Um, didn't realize that many times in my life, but kind of came around, and I said. You need to wake up, you need to do this for you. You need to be a better you, not just for you, but for the folks around you. Step up, you know, and it's not the mask, it's the true authentic self that you needed. And I guess November 25th this year will be three years for me to be sober. So that changed my life. Um, You know, gave me a second life, I would say. I, um right before that, a year before that, I lost my mom at a young age, so it messed with me, you know, and being a mama's boy is okay. And mom was pillar of the family. And, you know, you get hit with the pandemic, all these things are happening and you're thinking, is my world coming to an end? So the consumption started rising and uh, it it had taken me to some pretty dark places, man. And I said, you know what, I'm done. I went online during the pandemic, found a group and just started going every evening and I never touched alcohol again you know made that decision I am done I've heard it before from people hey you know maybe should slow down but oftentimes it's that we have to tell ourselves and really mean it not uh, the other way around so I ended up um, ended up on these meetings and realized I was never alone in all of this holy smokes I could have ended up like that individual did, or that individual has gone through what I've gone through. And it was like one big virtual hug. It was comfort. um, And uh, it truly uplifted me. And those people have been kind of guardian angels to me. After that, you know, when you stop drinking, your social life is done. It's out the door. Because your buddy's not going to say, hey, man, want to come out for a beer? And, um, you know, you're going to be like, I can't. And even if I can, it's not the same anymore. Because uh, you know, if you're the only one sober there, people are repeating themselves, and the volumes are just getting louder. I mean, we've all been there. Yeah, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with it, but I just had to be on that level. So, started the podcast January 2021, uh, CanadianPodcast.ca, and <clears throat> wanted to talk to people about life um, from all walks of life. So whether you're an entrepreneur, an artist and understand what makes you tick. How do you get out of not just the the best days of your life, but the, the lowest points? And how do you bounce back? Um, it's that general curiosity I have, right, of people and understanding. And May 2021 comes around. I get a domain name called mental.ca. I said, oh, you know what? I want to get out there and talk. And I want to focus on men's mental health. Because, um, well, I can only speak for that. <laughs> that's that's awesome, man. Yeah. So that happened and didn't do anything. I couldn't build the courage to do it. But you give it time. I mean, June came around, June 2023. I mean, How many years later, right? Almost two years. And I said, you know what? Zach, you're going to push it off another year or you can do it t- this year. And this year I found many inspiring people. Folks that um how can I say this? Got your six, got your back, six o'clock. Mm-hmm. They um they're uplifting. Um, not through their words, but through their actions, their daily actions. And I thought that is something that um can give me some courage. And I reached out to a friend of mine, um, and I would say a mentor, Sean Taylor. He uh He's a, I don't know, say how many medals he's won in mountain biking. He's a veteran JTF2 sniper and the list goes on. But this gentleman does so much and he's turning 60 years old this year. And he's just go, go, go. I said, Sean, I want to do this, but I'm scared. He's like, who cares? You fall, just get back up. And I thought, all right. Well, he's like, Zach, if you launch the video, I'll do the next video. And as you can see on mental, if you scroll down, he is the next video doing the pushups and talking about um, 22 pushups. He does every morning because a stat, I think it was done in 2011 said 22 veterans die each day across. I think it was in the States, but, you know, to honor that, I thought that was remarkable. And, you know, he stands by everything he does. So he had my back. And I think there's something in, terms of the power of belief when people believe in you and um we've been in there when we don't believe in ourselves or that imposter syndrome Uh, we're not ready so it was was really neat to get that kicked off and and then to have a group of us come together and say okay let's all do this as a movement because we don't hear it in the news you didn't hear men's mental health month much on the news so who who stands up for that And where are those conversations happening? I mean, yeah, suicides at an exceptional rate. I would say more than ever, you know, since the pandemic, it's really um, expedited people's uh, mental health. 100%. Yeah. 100%, man. What do you think thus far about mental? And obviously it's a start. Um, We said we didn't want to just keep it for Men's Mental Health Awareness Month. Great to kick it off then. But what about if we could continue the conversations? Hundred percent. That that was my biggest fear
1: when I first saw it was that it was just for the men's mental health month. I was like, oh, they're just gonna do this, and then uh, like that. That literally, to be a hundred percent transparent with you, that was like my biggest fear when I first saw it, because I I am very. Uh, I just naturally, I'm very. I don't know if it's just because of my own struggles with mental health and growing up with depression and anxiety. I have a very skeptical brain. And I think, uh, I think of, you know, when I hear about like those companies that do like Bell Let's Talk, or when I hear about like men's mental health or like the month, and when I hear about all of these different like little like um short-term little initiatives i'm like oh they're just doing it to get attention they're trying to make some money they're trying to just like do something cool Mm -hmm. and like get a little bit of like some social credit of like oh good job you're a good person you did this thing
0: yeah you know what if if you've struggled through it all you get it and um like i said earlier people were there for me and if people are there for you you need to pass the torch and you need to pass the wisdom on. Yeah. You've gone through the darkest times. You get it. And people around you get it. Different yeah. circumstances, different PTSDs, different traumas, but you get it. And I think those are my kind of people, you know, depth over width. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a hard 100%. time nowadays with surface. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm the exact same. And so like, I really want to see you continue doing this because it, it is something that, um, like when I first started, My podcast, it was literally like before it was even a podcast, it was just like a video of that I posted of me like kind of breaking down on Facebook. Like, I think it was probably like 2017 or 2018. And it just got so many likes and comments on it where I was just like, hey, I just like drove home from work and on my drive home, I broke down into tears and cried. Like I felt like garbage, felt suicidal. And I just wanted to say on this video that like, if you feel like this, if you felt like it in the past, you're not alone. Like, this is how I feel right now. And I'm just going to go to bed, wake up tomorrow and and just keep hammering away at what I'm doing right now. And it got so much attention that I was like, this is not coincidence. Like, there's so many people that resonate with not just like my message, but like there's an overlying feeling out there of people suffering. And I think the more people can speak about these things, the better and better it will get. And because it, a, it allows people to hear the message and think, okay, I'm not isolated. I'm not alone. And there's other people that are like me out there. And then the second part of it is like, Oh, it can actually get better. Like it actually can get better. And and it's not just like, Oh, I'm not like, Cause it's one thing to think, okay, I'm not alone, but this still sucks. But the other side of it is like, Oh, this can actually get better. Like your story talking about sobriety. Like I'm surrounded by a lot of people that are in recovery and hearing more and more stories of like, this is where my life was. And now I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. It's like, Whoa, my life can actually change that much over the span of a few years. When I think of three years ago, that was the beginning of the pandemic. It doesn't seem like far along at all. No. But it's like in three years, you've made a huge pivot in your life. So it's like, hey, thanks for sharing that with me. But b, like, you need to tell more people about this. Like that's I I, I need to I implore you, man, please continue to do this. I, I was really scared that it was just going to be for that one month. I was like, I need him to do this more.
0: No, no. Um, That's my biggest concern. That was actually one of the the biggest kickoff was when you see bell let's talk great it's a start to a conversation but it's truly an end to a conversation too because it's i mean we know this it's it's on a the a one day or whatever it is that bell let's talk day people are just reposting it and it's gone it's done it's like great i did that it's more to just be a part of the trend this is not a trend this is something i mean you know this mark we work on this daily it's not every day I'm better, like I, I'm feeling the greatest. I have to constantly, you know, reevaluate my mind, re-um calibrate, say, you got this, man. You got this. That's self-talk. It's uh it's not easy. And um there's other times where you just say, Well, just go lie down, take it, take it easy. I think one thing I've realized, man, is getting sober is the the gauge of my thresholds how much i can push myself and where that limit is where i realize burnout's coming or creeping up on me because you know when you get tired or good days bad days it was easy to just grab a beer mm-hmm. and uh, go to town so now you got to sit with it you got to deal with it and um there's so many ways one thing i do is i love painting so i paint a lot and uh or just go for a walk with my dog just hang out like just that's all i need and it's funny because as you maybe get older or things happen in your life it's the simple things that matter it's a simple tools it's not the we need to complicate our lives or get more things to better ourselves it's literally cut out the noise it's so noisy out there just stay in this for a second figure it out Mm -hmm. and you might figure it out for that minute but then the next day it's back yeah yeah absolutely so bro Bro. tell me this you know you talked about mentel.ca and you want me to continue it and of course there's many great men like on that that are continuing it with me what are some things that you could give us as ideas or tips because this is not a a one-person thing this is all of us like we need to come together and uh and stop hanging out in these silo corners and just watching things join the conversation have these talks are you thinking maybe a podcast once a month which you know a few people uh, actually a friend of mine greg had told me why don't we do a podcast um where we have a bunch of guys on a panel every month and we can talk about certain things that you know people ask questions about and we highlight them and we have these conversations what are your thoughts on that? Um, again, this is not a charity. This is not even a, a fundraiser because we said no, none of that. This is not about that. Let's be honest. Do we ever look and know where the Bell Let's Talk funds are going? No, we're not doing any of that stuff, man. It's like let's be human. Let's be real. Let's let's have these convos because this is what matters. This. Yeah,
1: I I don't know, man. It, I it's uh it's tough to say which um which direction to take it. Even that's uh it's something that I've had to like deeply consider with my own kind of project as well, where it's uh, like, what am I really doing here? What like that's, I've had to ask myself that question so many times where it's like, what am I really doing? What is my goal? What is my aim? Um, I think that a podcast is kind of the, it's almost like a foundation at this point with, uh with any initiative. Like I think that it's a necessity just because, um, in terms of getting your voice out there, getting building some sort of a consistency or a story. Yes. It's, it's so, um, but it's so individual and different for everybody. Like there's like, I I have a buddy of mine, his name's also Zach and he actually also lives in Alberta. He has a podcast called uh, the plaid jacket philosopher. Okay. And, and it just, all he talks about is like struggles in the blue collar like field like he's an electrician he works in like the oil rigs and all he talks about is like the struggles of going through from apprenticeship to journeyman to to doing like anything within like the blue collar Mm -hmm. realm of of existence and a lot of the things he ends up talking about coincide with mental health so closely that I've had him on my show like four times just because I'm like dude you are such a cool guy like I love talking to you man like and i don't know I, I there's other there's other shows like on my podcast i i end up doing interviews uh people i i call them interviews pretty loosely i think that they end up just being conversations like this um cuz i think that it's it's cool for people to hear about different stories and different you know I have some guys on like a couple of my buddies that come on we talk a little bit about philosophy and we end up just kind of joking around and shooting the shit for like 40 minutes of it. I but, love it. You know like it's it uh brings people new perspectives or lets allows them to hear different stories and then my solo episodes are like short. They're like 10 to half an hour, 10 minutes to half an hour of just like something that I've gone through recently, uh a lesson that I learned through doing that you know, whatever it could be, my, my goal for, for that. And, and this is not telling you what to do. This is just me sharing my, my side of it is like my, my goal is to have something that's put out, you know, twice a week when someone starts their week and when someone's wrapping up their week, where it's just like a little nugget, a little nugget, just Mm -hmm. like dropping breadcrumbs Mm -hmm. of just like, Hey, this is something that I went through recently. It sucked. This is the lesson I learned from it. And just like, I say it in the intro to my solo episodes where it's like, um, you know, I think it's important to remember to just get like a, like 1% better every single day. And along the way, lift others up as well. Like those are the two most important things in my mind is like, if we can share that message of just like, I'm not looking to become like the overnight millionaire. I'm not looking to become like jacked in 30 days. I'm not looking to like make all these enormous changes in my life in a tiny period of time. Like I'm just looking to get like that 1% better every single day. And along the way, just lift one other person up as well. If you can do that, if everyone did that, where would we be? You know what I mean? Like if we could all just lift one other person up, where would we be?
0: We'd be in a, much beautiful much more beautiful place right my mom had uh said something to me and she used to say it a lot was try make someone smile at least once a day you know and it, it just spreads you know that that positivity in a time where it's so negative like our lives are surrounded by that and if it's you know if it leads if it leads or if it bleeds it leads kind of a thing <laughs> yeah 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 so good news often is in the shadows. And I think if we can, and it sounds hoaxy-pokesy, but you, we really need to amplify that. And who's going to do it if we don't do it? You know, oftentimes say, well, who's going to listen to me? Just me. No, you matter. Oh, yeah. hundred yeah. I mean, percent. we matter. Everyone matters. Oh, yeah. And, and the
1: thing is, too, is I think that podcasts are a great way to go about things because everyone has their own little like there's um you know there's so many different types if you were to look into the mental health or the self-development or the self-improvement genre of podcasts you'd be like it's kind of daunting because you'd be like there's so many of them out there already oh, yeah. right and you look at the biggest ones the ones that inspire you the most Um each host each person that does a podcast is so individual is so like um different from one another and it's for me what i think is powerful is how much different people can resonate with each individual because of the way that they speak because of their backstory because of the like certain things in their lives where they're like that guy's like me and i can be like him now Right. And I think that everyone has an aspect of that inside them. And we all think, Oh, I couldn't do that because I'm not that guy. And it's like, you know what, that person is like an exceptional 1%. Like they, they're so different. And what makes you different from them is what makes you more relatable to someone else. Like the gap of like distance between you and them is what makes you relatable to your to your audience that's out there waiting for someone like you like they're literally out there already they're listening to other podcasts going I can't listen to this guy anymore because I just don't relate to him like that person is waiting for someone like you you know what I
0: mean thanks bro um hey just on a side note is my video lagging a bit no, no, you, you're going rock and rolling. You're perfect. Okay, awesome. Perfect. Well, that's good. And uh, hopefully we can have you on the Canadian podcast as well. hundred percent. Anytime, man. hundred percent. You know, I love your solo episodes. I listened to them and actually that's kind of how I connected with you and I resonated with you. It was these bite-sized pieces of content. Doesn't take a, a lot of time, but it just, I'm like, Oh, that's a good point. Or Hey, I'm not alone. And it, it's amazing. And I like, Go Mark. You got to do more of them. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that, man.
1: Thank you. Keep it up. I I think, um, yeah, the other, the other, I like the idea of doing a paneled podcast. I've never done one before. I've, I've, I've listened to a couple of them. It's, um, I think that more people on, sometimes it can be a little bit difficult, but as long as you're all polite and you're not like interrupting each other, I think it's a good idea, man. The, um,
0: Not like yeah, a debate. Pardon me. Not like a debate, but more yeah. or less um, a question. You know, a question from the audience, a question from gents out there saying, "Hey, you know, what do you do in this situation, or what have you done?" And you know, we can go through a few people, and they can give their thoughts and pointers. And again, mm-hmm. it's not a. None of us are doctors, or it's a medical advice. It's more or less life advice. We're living it it's not like life coach advice. It's like, this is us. We didn't get trained to do this. This is what we go through. Yeah. Perspectives
1: on our life. 100%. And I think that even the idea of like, because um, I, I even get that sometimes where people will be like, you're not a doctor. I don't know why you're giving this advice. And it's like, well, it, you know, there's, part of it is just like, I'm, I literally say it all the time in my podcast. I'm just giving you my perspective. This is what I've learned through my experience. But the other side of it is, and this is my, my own little, like, kind of, I am a little bit of a crazy person, but I think like, it's like, we're all crazy. Crazy is good. Yeah. Yeah. But I think like, what is a doctor? Why do we call someone a doctor? Because they went to school and they studied something for an extended period of time what do you like? What What would you call someone that just educated themselves for that same experience, amount of time reading books, listening to podcasts, listening to all this information? You just call them an average person, even though they could have ingested the same information or more. It, right. So like that, I, the idea of like, I, I don't think uh, I'm not saying you do, but I don't think you should subscribe to the idea for anyone listening to this. Is like uh I don't think anyone should subscribe to the idea of like because I don't have a formal education in something, I'm not qualified to think about this or talk about this.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't silence yourself.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's it's um mm. there's it's just it's kind of silly to me. It it just mm-hmm. kind of it gets me worked up. I get a little bit frustrated with that just because that is something that I I get told often. It's like you're not a doctor, you can't give advice like this. It's like Man, that's the most ridiculous thing in the world.
0: But so don't have a podcast, don't talk, don't say anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that
1: is the mentality that got us all here in the first place.
0: You know, the world is so big, yet it's so small. I mean, look at us here connected. Mm-hmm. Different stories, different lives, but we end up in the same place, don't we? And we find your tribe as cliche as that sounds always, but it's true. You find the people that fit you and good to you and good for you Mm 100 percent.
1: and um the other thing i was thinking in regards to mentel is like one of the things that i've been doing with uh risen fallen is trying to get um the community here in vancouver to meet up like once Mm -hmm. a week or once every couple weeks to go on a hike like obviously it's different for every like area but like in Vancouver, there's tons of places to go for hikes or nature walks or I've hosted barbecues. Um, I'm actually going to be hosting another barbecue this weekend where people can just come by. We're just going to be grilling up some food, hanging nice, out man. like it, And it's just kind of like listening to some good tunes, have some good food, hang out with some good company. Like I'm just trying to create a little bit more in-person community as well so that that could be an avenue as well with uh Mantel of like trying to create some sort of a local meetup for the guys out there like it, it's um i think the more ways the more the more um yeah the more ways you can attack this this uh the, this fight the better yeah
0: you know the podcast is one way the panels one way in person's one way an event is one way uh but you got to start somewhere You had to take that first step and obviously end of July now, but last month it was the first step. Is this something we can do? Is there a right team around you? Can we execute? And can we now, instead of saying, this is what it should be about, this is what we're doing. It's asking people, what do you want? What would you like to see out of this? Because it's not a um, corporate, like, you know, when you look at Bell, it's like, here's what Bell Let's talks about and that's it. Well, that's not like what exactly is Bell Let's Talk? Just post it. That's it. It's not. Well,
1: the thing with Bell Let's Talk is, I uh, and and again, I've kind of dived into this a little bit in my own like just like spite for them because I, like I said, I'm I'm crazy. I hate big corporations. I hate these little things like this, and the way that I view Bell Let's Talk, they're like okay for everybody that reposts this thing we're going to donate x amount of dollars to whatever charity. And it's like
0: yeah.
1: The the way that I understand that is just thinking that's their marketing budget. It 100% is. Right? That's so is exactly it, what it is. That's, and you know
0: it's funny we're talking about it right now. We're marketing for
1: them. Exactly. Yeah, no. I I I it it's it's something that I I tried not to do like my own podcast episode on it but it's something that like every time i see it every year i'm just like i hate this Mm -hmm. (laughs) i hate this
0: well you know what it was it was a good start but it could have evolved but you're right it is a marketing budget and then the secondly is you know we started looking at mental and said how do we how do we start this off uh an example i looked at was als ice bucket challenge without the ice bucket and all of that you can't do this when it comes to mental health. You can't nominate people and say, hey, I nominate Mark to speak on his mental health. What if Mark's not ready to speak on his mental health? What if Mark mm-hmm. just wants to listen this year? Maybe Mark is speaking, but he doesn't want to speak on social media. You can't call people out. You got to let them evolve when they're ready. And you know that it took a It took so long for us to get here. And now there's so much more to do, but you got to start somewhere. Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
1: It is. It's it's difficult to um. It's a difficult one to navigate. I even for a while I was like uh I had this thing on my podcast b- before it was even called risen fallen. It, it used to be called Hey Mark, and people could send in a video clip, saying like Hey Mark blah 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 blah, and and they could just like ask a question or share a little sentiment from us from whatever they were thinking, and I realized because of the. I came to the same conclusion as you, like it was very difficult to ask. So it was always just like an open invitation of like, if you guys want to share this, you feel free to send me a video clip or something like that. And,
0: uh,
1: it, it, it got, you know, I got like the first few waves of people that, and it came like pouring in. And then after a while it was like, I can't really request for someone to, to ask a question or to share a story or something personal from their own life. Like it's, it's such a, it's a weird niche of like, um, I don't know. It's, I feel like it's like this, like consistent back and forth of like, you can't force someone to share their story, but the solution is for everyone to share their story. It's so true. <laughs> so it's it's <laughs> like nailed it. so it, it's like a, it's like a back and forth battle of just like all I can do is lead by example. That's yeah. all I can do. And that's why I've gone ahead and and through the my podcast of just like I just want to continue sharing. I just want to encourage other people to share. I'll invite people onto the podcast, um and and uh allow a platform for other people to share and not have it be like some rigid thing. Like I literally have no rules. You can, you know, and I'm sure that you're probably the exact same with your podcast. It's like, there's no rules. Like you can say whatever story you want. You can say it in however, whatever, use whatever crass language you need to use to express yourself. And, you know, talk about whatever you need to talk about, whether it has to do with substance abuse, whether it has to do with, physical abuse whether it has to do with anything like i i don't want people to feel like oh i can't share this because it's too dark or it's too grimy or it's too
0: dirty because we
1: we all have stories like that
0: yeah i can't agree more you know we're, we're an onion and whenever we're ready that layers will start peeling so i could say something well sobriety for me Why was I drinking so much? What was causing that? Now you start going through that. Why did I feel alone at certain moments in my life? Why do certain people or certain environments trigger me or triggered me? You got to go through those things. You can't just put it away and not deal with it. You know, it's easy to do that, but you'll never grow as a human. And I think you will never reach your highest potential to be the best version of you. So the goal is like be the best you for you, and it trickles to everyone. I mean, Mark, if I didn't stop drinking, the podcast wouldn't have started. Mental wouldn't have started. You and I wouldn't have this conversation because I can deal with myself. I can go within. So how the hell would I be able to have a conversation with you? Mm-hmm. I would run away, mm-hmm. alienate, or or I would just say, "Oh man, that was a tough conversation." Now nah, tougher drink, yeah, <laughs> messed yeah. Up, man. That's messed up. <laughs> At least it is for myself.
1: No, it is. It is. I I uh I haven't had a drink I think it's been thirteen or fourteen months nice. and and uh I, I think alcohol is the enemy, man. I think it, it I have my own conspiracy theories on that, but I, I think that sobriety is probably the way to go about it. Um do you mind? I was gonna ask you, uh, this may be a sensitive question, but have you did you go through a twelve step program? Did you go I did. through that? I
0: did, yeah. And, uh, I do it the, the, the orthodox way of doing it where you read the book and, you know, practice it on a daily. Uh, that didn't work for me specifically. It's worked for many others. But for myself, it was mainly chiming in, listening in to the conversations with others. That's what clicked for me. Reading the book, great, you know. Shout out to Bill to write the big book. But it had to be beyond that to get through to me that this is not going to be right. You're going down a dark path if you don't stop. And, you know, the last night, man, like, I was drinking so heavily that, yeah, you know, I was done with life. I was, let's say it just went down certain paths that, you know, we both have seen or, or thought about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I woke up, I was like on the floor, and I was like, whoa, I'm up now. That's scary. I'm alive. I'm here. Time to change. Never went back. Yeah. I was shaking, I was in withdrawals, all that stuff. And yeah, you just change your life. And uh, like you said, the things you have now, it's not materialistic things. It's you. You got you back, or a new you, whatever you want to say. But a lot of things. That i liked doing as a child started coming back into my life so painting and drawing and <clears throat> the things that i used to cope started coming back in my life and it made me happy again and i thought yeah you know what gotta do more of those things the inner boy the inner child to create that inner smile yeah comes from inside happiness comes from here you know try to smile with your mouth closed like it just happens, right? If you think about smiling, you just smile. So I think uh, if we can do that more often, you know, you're good. You got this.
1: Yeah, I I love the idea the the sentiment that you share, and you've said it a couple of times of just like enjoying the little things in life, because that's one thing that I've noticed since I've started to see. It's it's kind of funny too because the. The more you're able to do that, the more improvements you'll see in your mental health. But also, the more improvements you make in your mental health, the more you'll be able to do it. It kind of is like this weird double helix, like kind of pattern of upward spiraling. And, and the last few years, I really have, like, I, I'm I'm thankful to be able to share that I I have made big advancements in my own mental health and 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 the battling depression. And the more I've been able to do that, the more I've been able to find enjoyment in my work, find enjoyment of just like doing the little things like my, my vacations, I, I I don't get to go on very lavish vacations. For me, it's usually like a fishing trip or going camping and, and, and just being able to walk around a lake. Now I'm like, this is amazing. Like, I can't believe like I'm, I'm on this earth, like God made yeah. this all and I get to enjoy it. Like, this is amazing. And, and little things like things that I never really enjoyed, even in the, in, in my like growing up phase, like being able to read a book. When I first completed a book, the very first time, I think I was like 22 or 23 years old. And since that feeling, I got that feeling of like, I actually did it. I actually read a whole book ever since then. I've just like, I become addicted to that. Like, I'm like, I need to read every single day or. or Bro, for isn't you, it
0: the micro winds, though? It is
1: 100 percent. But but even just enjoying the process a lot more, like we talked a little bit about that before when I was talking about construction. And just revisiting little things like, uh, you know, when I was growing up, I, was, I played guitar and then I stopped playing because I didn't, I never felt good enough. And mm-hmm. ne- oh, I don't have time to practice or not. have to. But now I just keep it, my guitar is literally sitting beside my desk when I'm listening to other podcasts or when I'm re-listening to my own podcast to edit it, I can just pick it up and pl- pluck around and play around, like just being able to enjoy like, oh, I don't have to be good at this. No. I just would need to enjoy doing it. Mark,
0: we're not taking any of this with us. You know, who, who, what, what is perfection? You said something earlier about 1%, person 1% better daily. And that's what it's about. Progress, process, not perfection. Mm-hmm. I mean, perfect, whatever you want to do. I mean, if you, if you need to make a bed frame, sure do that. Cause you need to make it right. The measurements, but other than that, I mean, how much in life can you truly screw up? so big deal you you, you're not the best at uh, playing the guitar you're enjoying it you're doing it you're having fun you like uh you know playing with each string that's all that matters man it's it's good for you it's good for your soul you know some people ask well why do you have a podcast or why do you need a podcast do you like listening to your own voice a lot (laughs) and i'm thinking well yes why yes i do yeah exactly Come <laughs> <on. clears throat> it's like well have you listened ever no then you gotta start you know or i think it's so easy to put blame or criticism on others and um and when people do that we can shut down conversations shut down progress in society by just saying oh well you can't do that or that sucks when people say no it's like try me let's go hundred percent yeah yeah for the most part
1: <laughs> no no i i agree the the um the beautiful thing i think about what you were saying is like uh just to find play like you were saying like so what are you, like you're playing guitar and when you said that i was like it, it's funny that we even use that word when it comes to instruments when it comes to, like why we don't use that word for so many other things like nobody says like I'm mastering guitar. I'm I'm yeah. executing like on guitar. We say I'm playing guitar. And and that is the beautiful part of it is like it's you're playing. You're having fun. Like like a child plays with blocks. Like is a child building the Taj Mahal is a child building the Statue of Liberty. No they're playing with blocks. They're just building things to knock it down like that's like the 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 idea isn't to like, uh, achieve perfection. You're just doing it for your enjoyment to find fun.
0: You know, right? I think people should not lose their inner child. What do you think about that?
1: hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. And, and I think that that is, um, you know, philosophically speaking, like that is probably like one of the issues that a lot of people deal with is the disconnection from their inner child. And I know that if if you've done like, um, like in the 12 step program, they call it like the taking your inventory, taking your moral inventory. If you've done anything like that, like, you know, um, your inner child is screaming for help. Like a lot of the time when you take that inventory of like, what, what, like not just like the things you've done wrong and the things you need to apologize for. But like you said, of like, what's triggering me right now? Why do I feel this alone? Like for me, I can speak openly about like, A lot of the issues I've dealt with, with like substance addictions and behavioral addictions have stemmed from a fear of abandonment, like not like the feeling of like, I'm alone right now, but the feeling of like, do these people actually love me or are they going to leave me? Like, am I going to be alone in the future? And so it becomes like this weird scarcity mentality of like, I need to make sure nobody hates me in the future. And and it's like this weird, like I don't know, I don't know how to explain it perfectly, but it's like uh, it becomes like this like almost self destructive people pleasing yeah. mentality of like if I don't upset the people around me, they'll stick around a little bit longer.
0: And you know what happens, right? We abandon ourselves through it, the process. That's
1: exactly it. Yeah. And I chip think by that, chip. Yeah, yeah, and I think that that is like um. When people do disconnect from their child self, or whatever like uh, way that you 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 use uh, words to explain it, the the more people disconnect from that child self, the more disconnected they are from the understanding of what's driving their behaviors. Because I think that the more you're able to connect with that child self, and think like, oh, this is the thing that it needs for it's different for every individual for me like i said it's that fear of abandonment for someone else it might be like the feeling of being alone for someone else it could be anything else you know it it the more you're able to connect with that and understand it the more you're able to make sure that that part of you is nourished so that it's not manifesting in negative ways in the present
0: does that make sense? It makes I'm, sense. No, I'm no, no. You just nailed going that one. This no, process. No, it makes sense. I'm just for me. I'm trying to think as how did you know that that was the issue at hand or one of the issues at hand for you to start working on? Um, I
1: loosely went through a twelve-step program, and um, I have a big book. I also have the Russell Brand version. I don't know if you've read his book Recovery. I haven't, dude. It's really, good. yeah, really cool. It's, it's like the big book for people that don't want to do the big book. That's mm. kind of the best way to explain it.
0: Today's era.
1: Yeah, yeah. He has his own little like version of the 12 steps, like reworded in in a way that he was able, because he's so like anti-authority and anti uh, like rules, he had to make his own version of the 12 steps. So it's kind of like his own journey through it. But um, personally, it was um, a lot of journaling, like part of my, you know, um, self-development mental health journey has entailed with like doing a lot of reading and journaling as well as exercising, like exercising definitely is a huge aspect of it, but um, journaling a ton. I've filled quite a few journals in the last few years and going through, I am very inquisitive. And I think that everybody is inquisitive in their own, in their own sense of wanting to question outside of like, why is the world like this? Why are interest rates like this right now? Why is the economy like this? Why is that politician like mm-hmm. this? Why is you know this podcaster I'm listening to like this? And we always want to ask the question, why to everybody else, everything else. And I started to look deeper inside of like, why did I be like, why do I feel bad today? Oh, because I had this conversation. Why did that conversation go that way? Because this person behaved that way. Why did they behave that way to me? Oh, because I kind of said this thing and I was, you know, probably pissing them off a little bit and kind of twisting the knife a bit. Why was I doing that? Because they made me feel a little bit uncomfortable. Why did I feel uncomfortable about that? And just continuing to ask why, 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 why? And I, I remember there was one day, it didn't happen overnight. Like, it's not like I just sat down and journaled all of this in one day. It was like, after about two years of journaling, there was a point where I was writing this down. And I wrote down why and then i said cuz it reminded me of this thing that happened when i was a kid and then i was like oh shit you know what i mean like it was just like oh i think i i think i this just lost this is the
0: root cause yeah yeah but isn't it interesting though that when you do that work you find it now you now you're free from a lot of things cuz it's like uh-huh, i see it and now you can start adjusting your life, creating the life you want. It's an onion, like I say, but man, like just doing that work. Do you ever go back to your journals and look at certain days or dates and think, wow, like that's where I was or that's the thoughts I had? Because oftentimes our thoughts or how we feel and how we treat others is a direct projection or reflection of how we feel inside, isn't it? Yeah,
1: I used to a lot more when I first started journaling. Now I think of it as uh, it's I journal differently than I used to. Uh, I used to do a lot more in depth, like that kind of questioning of myself. Um, Now a lot more of the time, it's just taking an inventory of that day. I usually journal in the morning. So taking an inventory of the day before and then kind of setting a plan for myself the next like little bit. It's it's very uh, methodical that way. And, um, I use it now as a way to organize and calm my thoughts. So it's just like, Hey, this is what I have on my mind when I first wake up. And then this is what I want to focus my mind on today. And then just rinse and repeat that process every day. And like yesterday, I don't feel good about that. I don't feel good about it because of X, Y, and Z. I was instead of doing the thing I said I was going to do, I ended up doom scrolling on social media for an hour and then I lost track of time. So today I'm going to focus on not doing that and and doing this instead. Like that's very like the way that I I write in my journal now. Um, Before it was like a lot more like uh, I didn't know how to journal. So I just,
0: it's a skill. It's a, and it's different for everybody. Right. So at first you start, I mean, I journal and, Mine are sometimes stories, like, yeah. <laughs> like pages on pages. I'm like, oh, you go back to the old ones, but now you can bullet journal. And I find that very useful for me and just get to the point of what you, what your day was like, what things were good for you, what things weren't, what you're grateful for. Has that changed over time? And you can evaluate things and you got to do the work, man. It's a, it's a daily grind.
1: Yeah. I also think the way that I journal changes based on how I'm feeling like the better i feel the less i i feel like i write down cuz nice. it, if i'm in a very good place it's usually just like a to do list
0: yeah do you ever get worried though that someone will find your journal
1: while you're still here that's like uh that's like marcus aurelius man <laughs> no i don't i don't i don't really uh think about that ever well, my, my a lot though. of people
0: do, right? They get worried, like, what if my significant other, a loved one, sees this? And it could be yeah. harder. To... So people might put on a journal only what, what if someone finds it, we'll see. And that's not true. That's not being authentic. That's not being... You shouldn't even write in the journal. If you're, you're writing it for someone else, that's more a memoir. That's more, you know, later on if you want to adjust things. But... You got to put in the work you got to be true to yourself i think that's the other thing is like what i've learned through it all is maybe be gentle with yourself because that wasn't man like i was and have been tough on myself because i needed the discipline i needed to <clears throat> call myself out on my own bullshit, right and i had to get to that like level of lingo because you know you could say oh i'll do it tomorrow or Oh, well, it's okay. You're you're healing, you know, you're going through sobriety. It's okay, man. Just take it slow. No, you got this. Do it. You gotta do it. And you know, it's that self talk that I needed the that um how do I say assertiveness to get myself to where I am today. Again, it's different journeys for everyone, but that worked for me. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, I,
1: I think um it's it's weird, man. There's no right or wrong answer, because I I think a lot of the times that the the part that the part of my brain that led me to a lot of my own suffering was the part of my brain that that um justifies a lot of the comfort that says, like, hey, it's OK to just relax. It's OK to just chill out. It's OK to eat this food. It's OK to skip this workout. It's OK to watch TV instead of, you know, reflecting inward and journaling and reading, to, to project outward and watch TV and watch YouTube videos. And for me, a lot of those, like I said, my behavioral and substance addictions stemmed from avoiding what I felt. It was just like this avoidance of just like, I, you know, I wanna relax. I don't wanna deal with this darkness. I don't wanna deal with these issues. And when I first dove into self development, I flipped to the other side of just like, OK, I'm going to I'm going to I like I started reading David Goggins and Jocko Willink and all those guys. And I was like, no compromise. There's no compromise anymore until I I, I started. You know, there's a lot of people that I pushed away from my life that good riddance, like it's probably for the best. I, I pray for them. I send them love and, and and good
0: thoughts, but I just couldn't
1: have them around myself.
0: Yeah, it's and, like the phrase, right? It's like you want to see him eat, just not at your table anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But I also started pushing away people that love me and did care for me because I was like, "Oh, you don't want the same things as me?" Bye. Like it was just like, okay. So I almost isolated myself, becoming like too robotic, and the, it's it's such a weird. Uh, I don't know what the answer is there. That's yeah. still no, it's balance. That's it's still balance. A, yeah. Yeah. It's still a balance I'm trying to find of just like, I don't know. I find that for myself personally, I don't have like an in-between and maybe that's something I need to find. I just feel like for myself, it's, it's pedal to the metal or completely put in park with the engine off. Like it those is are the difficult. two speeds that I have. It's not easy. I, I like, how have you started to go towards finding a balance for that?
0: the realization that everyone's at their own pace, their own speed in life. If you looked at the person you were before, um, whom is not around anymore, would you talk to the person you are today? How would you deal with that person? You wouldn't be like, oh my God, Mark's so boring. Zach's so boring. Like all they do is podcast about dark stuff. They don't want to have fun in life, right? So you have to go back and forth and realize others are still there. Sure, not everyone's going to come on your podcast and have these conversations, but you you break it up. So maybe your friends are all going out for lunch. You you go hang out with them and again, increments, micro, micros of everything. So if they say, hey, you know what? They're talking about like weather or how long their leg hair is. You know, the surface level random things, sure, entertain it for a bit and then just move on. Cause you just know that, like, yeah, they're my people. I got to respect them, but I've evolved. My conversations have evolved. I'll entertain it to a certain extent. And then that's it. Mm-hmm. You can't, cause it's hard. Cause I, I have a hard time as well sitting in the sitting in certain rooms. And oh, I'm not learning anything. This is pointless. Why am I even here? And you got to remind yourself, like, There is always something to learn. Maybe you saying that is something to learn. Why are you like this? Fix it. Adjust. Because there's what, 8 billion people in this world? We're all different. Like, let's just find ways to maneuver. And I think, what is it? Flow is what's needed instead of force. Not force Mm -hmm. it upon someone. Well, like you said, it's like, you're not like this. Well, you're not my person. No. You know, I like this, or you don't speak the way I speak, or you don't think the way I think, but we can have a conversation. I can take it lightly in my head and then move on and do my whatever extreme stuff or whatever in-depth stuff I want to do. But it's not going to obviously be with that individual. Yeah, yeah. The other thing hmm. I, I, um, I was
1: just thinking about as you were saying that is I was thinking about the people in my life, my friends and the different types of conversations that I have with my different friends, because there's friends of mine that I'll have my conspiracy theory conversations and we'll dive deep and put on tinfoil hats together. And, uh, there's other friends that I'll I'll sit down and talk about philosophy. Uh, I train in jujitsu, so I'll hang out with my jujitsu friends and talk about martial arts and, and fighting and et cetera. Like, but then there's other friends that I have where we sit down and we just goof around and talk shit. And, you know, right. we, we have those surface level conversations, but we're laughing the whole time. We're giddy. We're like, yeah. you know, giggling around. And it's kind of like, I, I was just thinking about as you were saying all of those things that I feel like it's, it's uh finding a balance within that as well, because it's not even to say, I remember saying to my, one of my old roommates, to analyze the conversations you have with people and to value your relationships with them based on what you value from the conversation. So those friends that you have, those surface level, like kind of like giggly, pointless conversations, I was telling him to devalue those things. And I'm realizing now that there is value in those things like that. That's part of who I am is like kind of that jokester class clown. Like I want to have fun. I want to joke around there's certain times where I want to talk to someone that's going to intellectually stimulate me. And then there's other times where I'm just like, I've, I've had it for the day. I think I'm just going to have some fun now.
0: Yeah. So, and, and, and you know, you got to have fun, man. Life is short. Like smile, be happy. You know, I would say is you're not good to anybody else. If you're not happy, you're not good to you. Right. So laughing, smiling, being happy. that That's so underrated. And I'm not saying fake smiling, because we see that a lot on Instagram or on filters, like someone's (laughs) smiling, but I know them in real life, so-called, and they're a different person. They're negative, they're always upset, and I'm thinking, why are you posting all the photos of you smiling and laughing and pretending it when it's not true? And of course, you don't want to always put yourself mopey and sad and all that, but (laughs) you got to be true to yourself because I don't know that person that I know is obviously I've distanced myself from them because they're not owning up to it and it's not my place to tell them that that's their own journey yeah yeah 100% I can't judge people man as much as we do it's we're humans we do that it's so easy to do that point the finger at someone I try now not to judge because you don't know what they've gone through and and we know people that are really happy and that are sad, right? Robin Williams, we look at in like the public's eye or so many of these folks, you see like, what? Why would Robin Williams do that? Or most recently, uh, Twitch from mm-hmm. the dancer. And us thinking, man, these guys got it all like wealth, fame, friends, love. But do they? We don't know that. Mm-hmm. So you can see someone smiling and happy, but you don't really know what's going on in their head.
1: Yeah, 100%. And I think that a lot of the time when we cast judgment on other people, it's because we have part of that in us. And it's like, um, I think a lot of the times I can only speak to myself, like naturally, I had a lot of hatred for who I was. And I think that a lot of the time when i get mad at other people or i judge other people it's actually just me hating a version of my past self or a part of me that exists still to this day do
0: you think you have
1: envy is that something you're dealing with um sorry can you repeat that I oh really... do
0: you deal with envy or jealousy like if someone's doing better than you or, if, or or do you look at at that as a way to say hey i need to pick up the pace i need to do better as inspiration
1: yeah, yeah, that's or kind you of say like screw a, that guy or screw that gal. I, I, I um, I try not to do that anymore. I don't. That's not really more of a natural thing for me. I think um, for me, I get mad at people when they do things that I would judge. That's more where where my negative step, my negative thoughts stem from towards other people. I um, in regards to envy, I I realized a while back that if you feel this is just my own interpretation of the way that the world works. I feel like, um, and it's kind of very like, uh, woo woo kind of shit, but it's kind of like, if you feel, if you hear something about somebody say like, Oh, uh, Chad got a million dollars for selling this weird thing on Amazon or whatever it could be, like anything like that, where you're like, and I kind of fuck that guy, you know. Like it's just kind of like <laughs> I think that when you when you hear like oh so and so made money or so and so did this thing and was successful, and you feel that negativity inside you, you're telling God, you're telling the universe, whatever word you want to use for the creator, um, that you feel negatively towards gaining that thing. So like I think it sends subliminal messaging out to the to the yeah. whatever you believe created you. That, that you don't want that in your life. That's yeah, the way I view there, it.
0: There, there are people out there, though, that um, won't do what you're doing, but will try to tear you down because you're doing what they can't do or they, their own limits are telling them, their, their beliefs, right, in their mind. I can't do this. Well, this person's doing this, so let's try and tear him down or her yeah. down.
1: Yeah, or even trying it. Like, you don't even have to be doing it well. Like, if you just try something, there's people that are like, why would you even try that? Why are you wasting your time? You're like, because I like it. I don't know. Like, what are you doing? It's just just the way I think about it.
0: (laughs) And the other thing is this is on social media, people can say they know you, but do they know you? I mean, I don't think anyone knows me because I'm still learning to know myself and I'm getting to know myself. So you can know elements of people, but you don't know their story and i think you know we're so quick to judge people aren't we yeah yeah i don't like that guy i don't like that girl maybe you don't like you maybe you don't like yourself work yeah
1: yeah and and that's where i was kind of going with as well with like the judgments of other people the 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 issues that i come like i i struggle less with envy and jealousy now since i've made that kind of discovery i was just sharing but uh, when I deal with like negative thoughts towards other people, it's like judgmental thoughts of like, I can't believe he's wasting his potential. Why would he do that? Why is he still like I, I have buddies that I used to party with. And since I stopped partying now, when I see people partying, I'm like, why the fuck would that person waste their life? Like, why are they doing that? And I'm like, well, they're wasting their time. They're wasting their money. They're wasting their energy. They're wasting their love. They're probably pushing the people around them uh, that love them away. And I, it's like all these negative judgments come into my head and then we're becoming more like our parents. Yeah. Yeah. But then the thing is, is it's like, wait, you have that side in your personality. Like you've done that in the past Yes, and there's still a part of you that does those aspects. Like, it's like, Oh, so you don't waste your time doing that thing, but you also do waste your time doing something else. Scrolling. So it's exactly, so it's like, how are you going to sit here and judge somebody else when you do that? You just do it differently. It's like getting mad at like a drug addict when you're an alcoholic. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, okay, you do the same thing. It's just a different thing. It's just a different substance. Yeah,
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's so true. Yeah, you nailed it. I mean, yeah, there's so many things. We had uh, the Calgary Stampede here and... A few people reached out to me. Hey, you going? And I said no. And one guy I know, he says, "Well, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to that stuff. It's silly and this and that." And I'm like, "He's like, I'm like, just because you're recovering doesn't mean it's silly. Like, you're doing a lot of other silly things, which makes sense now." Yeah.
1: Oh well, yeah, hundred percent, man. And I think that, um, I think everyone has that judgment. I think everyone has that internal judge, and it is useful. But it's, we misuse it and we, we project it onto other people. And that's where it's like not useful anymore because it's like, okay, now, yeah, now you're actually just separating yourself from somebody else. And like, um, like you're like putting them in another category. Whereas like, if you were to flip the script and, and usefully use that judgment of like, why am I demonizing this behavior? Oh, it's because I do it. Why do I feel drawn to do it? Because I'm avoiding this thing. You actually start to see yourself as similar to the other person that you're judging. You're like, oh, I'm actually similar to them. And like, we're both doing this thing that's negative. Yeah. Maybe I can, maybe I can like find a way to nourish this part of myself that's looking for nourishment in a productive way, in a positive way.
0: Mark it's mirroring that's what we're doing.
1: Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. But but the thing is is like when you and again, this is just like kind of my own journey. I I think I'm going to stop saying that cuz I said that like four times today. But No, the, but
0: we say that because you know, you'll get the the feedback saying, well, it's each to their own. You're like, "I know. I was about to say that, but I didn't this time." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think um the 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 reason we go towards
1: like a a vice to to for lack of a better term is because there's a part of us that's that's reaching for something that needs nourishment that 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 um is starving for something and and we find the vice because it's like oh this is an easy way to fill that hole and i think that um the way that we naturally gravitate towards the the easy vice to fill that hole is what's stopping us from finding a productive way of doing it so like the idea of like for and and the idea of like uh i almost said it there so i stopped myself but the the, the fear of abandonment is like why do i feel like i'm going to be abandoned and and finding a productive way to fill that hole instead of like I'm just gonna manipulate people around me so they don't leave me uh, I'm gonna make them pity me so they feel like they need to take care of me oh goodness like now now it's shifting away from that into more of like how do I make myself a more valuable mm-hmm. so that they want to have me around but B, Feel more confident and feel better in my own skin, in my own body, so that if I am to be alone and I do get abandoned, I'm not feeling this garbage way. Like finding a productive way to fill that hole instead of filling it with exterior things. Does
0: that make sense? It makes a hundred sense because I went through it, man. I get it. The abandonment thing, I get it. You know, again, losing my mom. I couldn't sit with myself. I had to keep going out keep going out sit with strangers at pubs and bars and, and be alone there and it didn't matter because they were there I needed it so I get it exactly what you're saying I was there man and you know now now when I um, feel so-called lonely or need the nourishment of others um, just go for a walk and you know you will you'll pass by people and you just smile and they smile back or you want to talk about your dog or whatever those little interactions it it helps and it's i don't know it it gets me by listening to music listening to your podcast man that's amazing and and some of the guests you have so it's really kind of opened my eyes to how we can um start shifting our perspectives on our life and evolve but it starts from us and that's what I've realized through what we talk about here today and just on your podcast and your platform is like who you are, it starts with you. It's not an external game; it starts here. I couldn't be a part of communities and talk with individuals if I hadn't talked with myself. The community starts within here. You know that too, man. Yeah, hundred
1: percent. It's it's really interesting because uh, when you talked about sitting at pubs and sitting in bars with strangers. I it I it, it gave me it gave me a flashback. I used to work in a couple bars, and uh, I I've been that guy of like get off work and just sit at the bar that I work at and just talk to anybody who comes in. And it's weird how when you're suffering mentally, you can feel so alone while you're surrounded with other people, but when you're in a good state of mind. You can feel complete when you're being
0: alone. You know, when you're better, you attract better. And I think, even like when I said, as those individuals that got my six, got back six o'clock, I had to rise to their standards because they had put in the work before me. You know, and again, it wasn't words, it was actions that backed up their words. So why can't I look at that as a, great path to apply to my own life in certain standards I'm not going to follow the exact blueprint but hey they've turned out well why not so it's funny when you talk about the the bars and the pubs when you used to work there I used to always say to myself god I'd never want to be that guy you know and I think of this one guy and he still actually goes to the pub there nice guy but you know he's getting a little angry he's always angry bitter grunting and moaning and and just going there by himself and like hey zach and just sits there and just like has like two three pines four and then just walks home stumbles home every single day after work and i'm thinking you know you sit next to me and we both just stare at the tv screen how's your day going good you good good game eh yeah yeah but like there's got to be more to life like i became that guy and he was maybe 60. I was thinking, I'm, I'm heading there. Because, man, I was drinking, and I would go hard. And it was never one beer for me or two beers. It was, if we're drinking, we're drinking. Oh, yeah. So when a friend would come out with me, we'll have fun. But the next day, I'll say, hey, you want to come out again? Or another friend, hey, you want to come out again? They'll say, Zach, we were just out. My liver hurts. I need to rest. Well, all right, I guess I'm just going by myself. Man, what kind of life is that? I'm happy I... I'm happy I tackled it, and I'm saying that today, but who knows, right? It's a journey. Something can bite you, and you're back at it again. I'm fortunate today that I have the willpower to have walked away from that life. Every day is a choice. Every day is a chance to reinvent ourselves. People are like, well, I know you for years. You're that silly guy. Well, I am. I'm still a silly guy. I like to have fun and make jokes and all these things. But I've evolved. That person is no longer me. And I'm Mm -hmm. sure, is that the same for you? Like, you're not who you were four or five years ago, Mm -hmm. 10 years ago. You know, we have phases in our lives. What would you say to that?
1: I, I, dude, I 100% agree. And, and like, like that was that kind of circles back exactly to like the way I was trying to explain it earlier of like, there's still a part of me that's like that. Like, I still am that class clown. ADHD type kid. Like I, I'm still like the entire time I'm sitting doing a podcast, I'm fidgeting around. I play with pens. I, you know, I move my mic around. I'm like, you know, there's still that, that aspect of like goofy, energetic, hyperactive kid. And I love it. It's, it's you still, being you. Yeah. Like it still lives within me, but there's just different ways to channel it now. Right. And um yeah, man, I've seen uh I've seen that kind of transformation in other people as well where it's like there's uh that kid still lives in inside of all of us of just like okay, there's aspects of me that haven't changed, but there's other there's other parts of me that I've just had to cut off and and um for me again a lot of it had to deal with like substance issues. Uh, a lot of behavioral issues that I've had to adjust. And now there's like, I remember, dude, I remember when I first started going through this kind of like self-development journey, I had, uh, I used to live with one of my good buddies and I remember him, we had a conversation about all the changes that him and I have made in the last like few years. And this is like a couple of years ago now, but we're sitting there talking about it and I'm like, oh, I like I can't do this anymore. I won't do this anymore. I won't do that anymore. Like talking about do like uh partying and going certain places and et cetera. And and then some of the behaviors that I picked up, like running and exercising and reading and journaling, and when I wake up in the morning and when I go to bed at night and some of the behaviors that surround that, like no screens, like an hour before bed. And I've become, I've always been obsessive. It's just, I was obsessed with the wrong things before. And I had, he sat me down one day and he's like, it was like almost an intervention for self-development. He's like, you know, like a couple of your buddies have reached out to me and said like, they think you're going crazy. And I'm like, Bro, the fact that I, I literally said to him, I'm like, the fact that they never sat you down while I was going out doing drugs and partying and drinking my ass off, they never sat you down and said I was crazy then. But now that I want to become better, I'm crazy. Like, doesn't that tell you something?
0: You've changed, man. You're, yeah. You've changed.
1: Yeah. They're like, oh, Mark's going crazy.
0: And it's like, dude, you never thought I was crazy before when I was partying. Well, how about this? The people that, remember you as crazy partier and all these things you've changed from that so yeah there's a part of you that's still that person obviously but there is this growth element but people want to leave you there you know where they can kind of say hey we're relatable you're that person no way you're better you're that mark yeah you know what I mean by that.
1: yeah well and you shake up like uh the, they're the foundation of what they think you are.
0: Their insecurities. Yeah.
1: And they're like, "Oh, I thought you were this, and now you're that?" Like, I have yeah, No way, no, man. Them. You're <laughs> li- you're
0: lying to yourself. You're not yeah. that person. Come on. Yeah, it confuses them. What do you mean yeah. you're not having the drink? Come on, just have that beer. Stop being silly. Yeah, yeah. No one will know. It. No one will know. I will <laughs> know. I am the person that matters here. You know when they say it's like selfish and selfless, it's like it's such a different thing, but in this journey you need to put you first Mm -hmm. and it's call it selfish i don't really care it's you need to put yourself first and take care of you yeah said earlier and i say it all the time is that oxygen mask you can't put it on anyone else if you don't take put on yourself first right yeah yeah
1: i the way i always say it is if you if you don't fill up your own cup you won't have anything to pour out to others
0: nailed it yeah
1: and i think about um I think about it like in regards to parents all the time and um, you know, the, the parents that drain themselves and, and um, never take care of themselves to fill up their own cup are the type of parents that, uh, you know, go, go to their children and freak out when they mess up something small, spill a cup of water or whatever. And they scream at their kid And, and like, there's all these little, or or the parents that scream at refs. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I I just think of it in like we if we don't take the time to fill up our own cup, the people that we actually love and care about don't get the best version of us. Nope. And I think that when you love someone, when you truly do love someone, whether it's your your partner, your child, your parent, your your coworkers, your anyone around you, when you actually love them, part of that love is thinking they deserve the best. And if they deserve the best, that means they deserve the best everything. And, and that means the best you like, it's like, if you love your partner, you're like, they deserve the best partner. I love them so much. I want them to be happy, but that means you need to be that, that, that
0: best partner for them. And they don't want to see you coming home from work. Oh, how was your day, honey? Oh, it was so stressful. They're busy, busy, you know, life's busy. Yeah, how long gonna do that? Like you know, you can do that every day. It's uh, I had someone on yesterday on the Canadian podcast, Lauren, Lauren Miller, remarkable human, um, a firefighter here in Calgary, two-time cancer survivor. Wow, he says, Zach, you know, you got as a first responder, you know, the goal is to try and call your wife or your partner up prior to coming home, and giving them a little bit of something that they might be walking into. So, how's your day, honey? Oh my god, it's an 8 out of 10. So they know like you're under pressure, you're stressed, uh you're traumatized, whatever you're dealing with, but that transparency, that communication, I think that lacks in friendships, relationships and you know, just through through the workplace. I mean, you know that through the corporate structure which I believe needs to be evolved <laughs> is um is needed because there's a lack of uh, transparency. You know, oh, how was your day, Linda? Oh, well, it was great. Well, was it really great? Oh, no. Dive deep. Learn your employees. Learn your people. These are the people that are driving your organization forward. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man, just how I feel.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I try and, and this goes back to exactly what you were saying earlier, where you said just try and make someone smile today that that thing that your mother told you and I think of that you know every like it's something that I try conscious consciously to do um both at work and then when I get home when I come home to my girlfriend because she's at home by the time I get home from work every evening and the the first thing she asks me every single day hi honey how was your day how was work and uh you know it's the same it's it's a it's a similar conversation even though it's not the same one as when you show up to work and you you know and get to a construction site and everyone's getting out of their trucks and you all like carrying your tools into the construction site and everyone goes, morning man, how's it going and and <laughs> like I, I I try and I try and think about how destructive we have the power to be where it's like, you can come home, whether you're just getting to work or you're just coming home from work. And you can say like, Oh, fuck, I don't want to be here. Or, Oh, I had the worst day at work. I messed this up. I cost the customer money. I I jammed my thumb. I shot a nail through my hand. I, you know, there's all these, Brutal. different, yeah. you know, there's all these different things that's, that we could go about. And it's like, I you know what? I'm I'm glad to be here. I'm glad I have the opportunity to come home. I'm glad I have the opportunity to get to work and make some money. Like I just try and just uh bring some sort of like I want to make other people feel good wherever I'm at.
0: Right. And and you're countering it. So it's like here's the negative. This is how I feel, but here's the positive. You know, I had posted something maybe a month or two ago where it said, how undervalued and understated it is to know that you arrived home safely. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent true. Like it just you made it home. Like the world is big; it's crazy.
1: It's yeah. Unpredictable.
0: Anything can happen.
1: I think part of it as well. Again, it, it stems from that um, that uh, the the fear of abandonment of like instead of like you know the negative side of it where i'm sure a lot of people can relate of just like oh i'm gonna make them feel like they can't leave me instead of like going towards that aspect it's like i just want to make them feel good when they see me that's the way i think about it now it's mm-hmm. like i want to make my partner feel good when they see when i come home from work and the first conversation they have with me i want them to feel a radiant positive energy of like, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be in your company. I'm happy to that, that I'm home now. And I get to live with you. I get to, you know, we get to have dinner together, you know, like, it's like, I want a, a warming feeling when, and, and, and for that to be associated with like, Oh, my partner's home now. I feel good. This makes me feel good. Like it's more of a productive way to look at it. And the same with work, like, I don't know about you, like how many different workplaces you've had, but like, I've worked in a ton of different time in a ton of different like industries, a ton of different workplaces. And, um, the worst conversation to have is the guy that comes into work. You can tell he woke up like 15 minutes before he got there. His hair is a mess. He's like still drinking like yesterday's coffee that he reheated this morning. And you're like, Oh, Hey, how's it going, man? He's like, Terrible, terrible, man! I had a horrible sleep last night. Uh, I'm just like, life sucks. Mm -hmm. Another, another day in paradise here. Oh yeah, Yeah, heard that one. Living the dream, bro. And it's just Mm -hmm. like they're throwing their shit around, just like stressed, and you're just like, man, this is not the energy I need around me right now. Like they, they, but it's just like everyone's had that. Everyone's had that day.
0: Oh yeah. It's more than just, once.
1: Um, Oh yeah 100 percent. but the, the, the thing is is like if that's you every single day that should be an alarm that <laughs> yeah. you
0: know what i mean oh yeah it's everyone else it's uh you know little timmy over there he's not cutting the wood properly <laughs> what no it's you <laughs> and that's what i meant earlier is like you got to call yourself out on your own bullshit man no one can do it for you um even if you had said to that gentleman hey you know what um, are you sure everything's okay? Or like, why are things tough and all that? That person that's already there will not hear you. They're not going to hear you. Cause we've been there. We didn't hear other people either. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is everything okay? Yeah, of course. It's just a terrible night. No. Are you sure everything's okay? You're like F off, right? Like, it's like, you're not going to let people in. Got to let yourself in. You got to go within. Yeah, 100%, man.
1: Well, um, Zach, man, it's been, uh, it's been about an hour and a half here. Just out of respect for your time. I don't know if you've uh, you got other priorities you have to get to today,
0: but I think that's kind of a beautiful place to wrap <clears throat> this up. Thank I you very much. I got to go walk the dog. Um, it's a hot day here in Calgary. I went to go see my mom at the gravesite earlier. And uh, home, thanks for accommodating the time today. But I went there and I just was uh, you know, grateful. You just sort of say thank you. Thank you to life. Thank you for the lessons learned um you know you say you wish you were here but i know you're shining over me so try and live each day um with some grace in your steps you know i think you'll it'll help you out and help others out so i look forward to uh seeing how we can advance enhance mental uh, you know it's just a start it's not a race it's a marathon right it's not a sprint it's a marathon um so let's just stay on it let's stay on the path and um Proud of you, man, for everything you're doing. Oh, thank you kindly, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate you.
1: I appreciate your time. And uh, I'm thankful for this conversation, man. Do you have any uh, anything else you want to share before we jump off here? Anything that you... Um...
0: If there's any listeners that have ideas, message Mantel. And uh, reach out because this is an us project. This is not an I or a team project this is a we're all to this together and uh secondly hopefully to have mark on the canadian podcast that'll be exciting when you're free bro yeah you name the time and place man i'll be there. done <laughs> awesome man well thank you
1: again for having me thank you as well man much love and peace out brother peace